I mean, Coach is doing it. You see the little things that he does. He's benching guys. He's taking guys out early. You would think that would kind of click and roll over for us, but it does not. Let's repeat the last part of that quote. You would think that would kind of click and roll over for us, but it does not. That is part of Bradley Bill's media availability after the loss to the Charlotte Hornets. They lost 119 to 97. The Charlotte Hornets put a shellacking on the Washington Wizards. And that is what Bradley Bill had to say. Welcome back to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westwood gets the chip at always and forever R, and on YouTube at Jaywalk Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, I got a lot to say. Let's get to it. I have a lot to say about the Washington Wizards after this game. Uh, lost to the Charlotte Hornets, but first I will run through the stats as usual. 119-97 loss to the Charlotte Hornets. Roy played 23 minutes. He was 1-6 from the field. I got five points, six rebounds, one steal. Denny Abdia played 15 minutes. He was two of five from the field. Uh, he had two assists, two rebounds. Uh, Alex Lanny played eight minutes. He got the start. He was not good. One of three from the field, two points. Uh, Westbrook played 28 minutes. He was four of nine from the field, 0 of three from three. Only had 50% of his free throws. He was four of eight. You know, he had a total of 12 points, but he had 11 rebounds, nine assists. I'm not sure what Westbrook is doing right now. Shot the ball nine times versus Charlotte Hornets. He shot the ball nine times in the previous game. I'm not really sure what's going on with that, but nonetheless, he shot the ball 18 times in two games. Uh, Bradley Beal shot the ball uh, 11 of 22, very efficient. Three of nine from three, six of six from the free throw line. He had 31, uh, six rebounds, no assists, no steals. Um, you know, but he was efficient uh, as far as his shooting was was concerned. Uh, Bertans came off the bench. Uh, he shot uh, two of seven from the three-point line. He had 19 points, um, so he wasn't great either. Uh, I'm sorry, he played 19 minutes, and he had six points. My apologies. Troy Brown Jr. played 16 minutes. He was 0 of 6 from the field, 0 of 5 from 3, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Lopez t- played 23 minutes. He was 6 of 12 from the field, which seems like he was efficient, which he was, but he, he wasn't good either. Uh, just defensively, he was bad. And he clogs the lane on offense. I don't know. Uh, Mo Vargan played 17 minutes. He was 0 of 4 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3, 2 of 4 from the free throw line. Uh, who else was notable for me to really go through? Garrison Matthews only played eight minutes. He played eight minutes when it was too late. Um, Neto had 60 minutes, four of 10 from the field, two of five from three. Uh, he had 10 points. Guys, those are the stats. I don't know what Westbrook, this, his shooting, he's not really looking to score. He's getting all the way to the basket and passing it out for threes. Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't know. What's going. Look, I also don't think Westbrook is 100%. And I was been saying that even since the Nets game, when everybody got super excited, he's still working his way back. I'd say he's 75, 80% back. Um, so I don't think he's completely healthy. But to shoot the ball only nine times in both of the last two games, just it's a little odd. Um, look, I know people are sending a double as soon as he posts up. Sometimes a triple. Uh, so we've seen that a few times. Uh, they're, sending, they're definitely sending bodies at him. But... Nine times, last two games. That's that's not a lot of shots, guys. It's not a lot of shots. Um, 
last game, you know, it was definitely not good um, because, you know, Beal just was off the last game altogether. This game, Beal was on, but look, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal got to score a lot of points in order to win. Um, that is what it is. Defensively, this team is not good, but we're going to get to all that right after this. Let's go through this quote by Bradley Beal once again. So this is Bradley Beal on Scott Brooks trying to get his players to wake up in these blowouts. Because, you know, it happens every single game to the Washington Wizards. I mean, coaches doing it. You see the little signs he does. He's benching guys. He's taking guys out early. You would think that would kind of click and roll over for us, but it does not. The last sentence. Look, this is what I wrote. I wrote this on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip, at always and forever art. This screams that you need a new philosophy and vision. If the coach's voice does not does nothing for his team, it is in everyone's best interest for change. Both Brooks and the Wizards. Everyone is at fault here, but you can't sit around and do nothing. The fans deserve better. That is what I wrote on Twitter when I read this quote from Bradley Beal. It just oozes that to me. And I mean exactly what I said. Brooks is an NBA head coach. The Wizards are an NBA franchise. It is in both of their best interests to just part ways. This doesn't have to be ugly. The Washington Wizards front office can call Brooks in and they can come to a mutual agreement to just split. For lack of a better term. Your fans deserve better. Period. You would think that would kind of click and roll over for us, but it does not. If your coach's voice isn't being heard, it's time to go. It's time to make a change. That means they are not responding to the leader that is Scott Brooks. I don't know why it's any different for Scott Brooks. The leader of a team is your head coach. And if his voice is doing nothing throughout the entire roster, because that's what Bradley Bill is saying. It does nothing. It's not happening throughout the roster. It is time for that head coach to go. I don't mean just for him. I don't mean just for the Wizards. I mean for both parties involved. It is just time to go. That that quote by Bradley Bill was telling for me. You know, I always say I think it kind of sucks that you immediately ask these players questions after get blown out by almost 30. Because they're emotional, they're upset. So I don't like taking a lot of those quotes to heart, but this one seemed real and genuine. And it didn't it doesn't seem full of emotion. It seems full of truth. Bradley Beal wanted to say this. And it told me a lot. Why does Bradley Beal feel this way? If guys are being yanked, they're being yanked because they're not doing what it is that Scott Brooks and the coaching staff would like for them to do. Like maybe 
having your entire defense break down every time there's one on-ball screen. One on-ball screen. I cannot count how many times there was one on-ball screen. The Rizzers had no idea what to do with that screen. And Terry Rozier was just standing wide open. Over and over and over again. I mean, wide open. I mean, one time that dribbles dribbled up the court, there was no action and he was standing wide open. How does that happen? You are in the NBA playing NBA teams. You should have an NBA defense, an NBA offense. Even their offense is the same. Russell Wilson brings the ball off the court. He waits till Bradley Beal comes off the double screen off the right side of the court. He gives him the ball. Russ moves more to the left. Bradley Beal dribbles, tries to get in the lane, kicks if, he, if, if there's someone to kick to, or he tries to pull up jumper that he always takes, or he goes all the way to the basket. That's pretty much it. That's the offense over and over again. So your office is not innovative at all. And then your defense, I just don't even know why they do what they do on defense. Like, for instance, I understand we have to blame the players. They're not doing their jobs. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook fight over the damn screens. Fight over the damn screens. All the players need to rotate correctly. But my gosh, on a screen, Lopez and Lynn are their centers every most for the most part, and every now and then they'll play Mo Wagner. But Lopez and Lynn are your centers, and you're playing this drop coverage, and Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are your guards. Guys, I can't tell you how much of a mistake that is. If Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook are your guards, you don't do drop coverage. So you go get a center or you put in the center that can play at the level of the ball. So drop coverage is when that screen comes, Lopez drops back into the lane. Which is okay if you have Pat Bev, if you have Tony Allen. You know, great defensive guards who, who fight over those screens. Then drop coverage is okay. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook are not consistently hard fighting over screen. It just ain't going to happen. Neither one of them do it. Not consistently. Neither one. If you got Pat Bev, Tony Allen, Bruce Bowen, elite defensive guards like that, who can consistently fight over those screens, then you use a drop coverage that's fine. But you, you need a center that can stay at the level of the ball on those screens because Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook are not consistently fighting over them. So essentially what you get is a guard who has a wide open jumper over and over and over again. Or then the big has to help and you have a big that's diving and is wide open right at the rim. Then everybody doesn't know where to rotate. Then Terry Rozier standing wide open at three-point line with no one within eight feet of him. I, guys, I don't understand why they're using a drop coverage when those are their guards. Now, is it on Beal and Westbrook? Hell yeah. Fight over the damn screen. But they're not. Not consistently. You know that. You know your personnel. You know they are superstars. 
you know that they have a heavy offensive load. And don't get me wrong, I'm not just just only blaming Scott Brooks. I think he's not been good at all. But Bradley Bill and Westbrook got to fight over screens. Denny and Rui have to be better. I keep trying to tell you guys I don't know how good Rui is. He had one good game. Everybody said, tell me you wrong. Okay, and what happened since that game? And what happened to all the games before that besides the first one he came back? So what percentage of the games has he played well and what percentage of the game has he, has he been forgotten? Exactly. That's how I work. Remember, I make sure the eye test matches the stats. And I'm saying having two good games out of 20 games doesn't mean you're that good. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But when I watch him, Versus anyone who played any kind of defense. I just don't know how good he is. Because Rui is also completely lost on defense. I mean, he don't know what he do. He is in the wrong position more times than not. Like, really. I, he to, Sometimes he spins in a circle. Because he don't know where to go. That's on him and Brooks. And the coaching staff. Denny, sometimes you can forget he's even on the floor. I keep. I said it then. You need to start someone else and bring Denny off the bench so he can handle the basketball. Brooks has yet to do that. It doesn't make any sense. He's a creator. Having him in the lineup with Bill and Westbrook, you're just not using him. And you're not developing him at all. Some people say, trade Westbrook because he's hurting Denny and Rui's development. Okay. Or you can bring him off the bench. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. You ain't got to start trading stars. Look, the team I know is not good. That's why I'm going through it. Bertans has not been good. Every now and then we see a spark, but not only is he not shooting great, Bertans also is so bad defensively as well. He fouls so much, he's out of place. He leaves shooters wide open. He just, he, he made it. He's making $80 million. He stole $80 million. He can't play no defense, and he is not shooting like Joe Harris. Now, will he get his legs together, and will he get better? Probably so. And then I'll eat crow. But I'm critiquing as of right now. He is terrible defensively. He destroys the Wizards' defense. And then he's not making any shots for you. Not efficiently. Not on a consistent basis. So we've went through Denny, Rui, Bertans. I mean, Scott Brooks is just allergic to Garrison Matthews. And he's one player I think can help you. He's high energy. He is going to fight over screens. He's going to work hard. He's going to get you a couple of steals, a couple of rebounds. And he can shoot the lights out. And here's the thing. Garrison Matthews doesn't hurt you if he's not shooting particularly great because he works so hard on the defensive end, because he can make reads, because he can get to the basket and draw fouls, because he can draw fouls on three-pointers, because he can rebound, because he can get some steals and read the passing lanes. Bertans does none of that. But he put him in there. It was almost like he put him in there late in the third to say, see, I tried it. Uh, No. It was too late then. That don't, no, Scott Brooks. Mm -mm. You don't get a pass for that. 
You do not get a pass for that. Lopez, I mean, he clogs the lane. We all know that. Sometimes Westbrook act like he just doesn't even know what to do with Lopez in the lane. He ends up just giving them the ball and letting him shoot the little hook shot, which he makes him most of the time, but that's not moving a defense. That's not drawing any fouls. That's Then everyone's out of the flow of the offense because that's not really a normal part of their offense. And I hate to say that, but it's just true. And he has not been that good defensively. Has he been better than Thomas Bryant since the injury? I hope he, you know, Thomas Bryant recovers, comes back stronger than ever, of course. Maybe a little bit. But not enough to keep him on the floor, clogging up the lane for Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Lynn was putrid. Not even going to talk about him. He got a start and it was absolutely atrocious. Mo Wagner. I like Mo Wagner. Even if he isn't hitting, he's working hard, getting rebounds, trying to set good screens. And he's just pushing, you know, he's working so hard. That's why I like him. But he has got to find a way not to foul so much. I would like for the coach staff to really work with him on his fouling. Because if he doesn't foul, even if he isn't hitting, he gives a lob threat. Russell Westbrook seems to trust him. He would just throw it up there so he can go get it. I like, I like Mo Wagner. But he's got to stop fouling. Ish Smith is Ish Smith. He doesn't work out there with Russell Westbrook. It absolutely just, it, I hate it. I know he moves fast. He's had a couple of good games lately. He just doesn't work out there with Russell Westbrook for the most part. And then when they try Neto, Ish, and Westbrook, it drives me insane. I, I hate it. Neto's just too small on defense. I mean, they're just raising up and shooting. He's just too small. Maybe he's a little bit more scrappy, but he's not scrappy and he's just small. And then sometimes his jumper is inconsistent. So you got Russell Westbrook, Ish Smith, and Neto out there, and they're all really inconsistent as far as the jumpers are concerned. But those two aren't elite at getting to the basket like Russ is. So it just doesn't work. Then sometimes I throw him out there with Bertons. I mean, the defense. Wouldn't that? I mean, my goodness. Guys, it is time for Scott Brooks and the Washington Wizards to part ways. Will the owner do it? I don't know. But that is the truth. It is time. But guys, we have a game tonight versus the Chicago Bulls. I don't think Russell Westbrook will play as it is the first, second night of a back-to-back. He usually does not. You know, I would check the uh, injury report, official injury report at 1.30, and I will let you guys know. But, guys, this is where I'll break things. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. Please, please subscribe. Remember, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So hit that subscribe button, and I would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you like in-game analysis and videos and actually seeing some of the breakdown for the Washington Wizards, I plan on doing another defensive breakdown here within the next two or three days. Please follow me and subscribe to me on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys tonight versus the Chicago Bulls. As always, 
I am your host, JD Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And as always, until next time, peace.